Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I've been a coach and psychotherapist for well over a decade. And after working with hundreds of clients, here's what I've come to know. The only thing holding us back from a larger, more expansive life is our mindset. I'm going to help you break through your mental barriers and unlock infinite possibilities. Hello, how are you, my friend? Thank you for showing up today. I so appreciate you. Today, I'm going to share when I hit a mental barrier and I was fully up against my edge. And of course, as always, we will practice gratitude today as well. It was September in Toronto. I had just wrapped up training and one of my colleagues said that she was shopping at Holt Renfrew the next day before she flew out. And she invited a few of us to join her. This would be an experience with a personal shopper. Now, many of us come together for these trainings from all over the world. So I really, really wanted to spend more time with this group if I could. And honestly, it would have been a no-brainer if it was meeting for a drink or a meal. But the idea of a personal shopping experience made me uncomfortable. I hit an edge. And here is how that edge played out in my mind. I don't really like shopping. It's not a good use of my time. I could be doing other, more productive things. What I was doing was downplaying and judging the shopping experience because it made me so uncomfortable. So I decided in my mind that I would go. But I would go to hang out with them, not to shop or buy anything. I would be supporting them. Aren't I just such a good friend? Oh my gosh. It's just so funny how we justify things in our mind. But here's what I was doing. I was unknowingly setting myself up to be an observer and not fully participate in the experience. I also did want to go because my friend Catherine was joining us as well. And although we live in the same city, we don't see each other often. So now it's the day of the personal shopping trip. We're meeting at 10 a.m. I am there with the person that organized it, also named Catherine, not to confuse things, and her sister. We meet the personal shopper who takes us to a private area set up with baked goods, coffee, and other beverages. I am immediately uncomfortable. I text my friend Catherine, where are you? She texts back, I'm running late. So, it's just me, shopping with Shopping Catherine and her sister and the personal shopper. The personal shopper asks me what I would like to see. I immediately put a wall up. Oh, thank you. I'm not here to shop. I'm just here to spend time with my friends. Catherine looks at me and says, why don't you just go and look around, try things on for the fun of it? So, reluctantly, I go, but I'm holding myself back. A few items are selected for me, and I go back to the fitting room that has been reserved for us. I am so relieved to see my friend Catherine has arrived, and I can sense, oh my gosh, I can sense she is just as uncomfortable as I am. She too was coming to be an observer. We both casted ourselves as extras in this movie. 
But then there was a point when we stepped into the scene and took more of a leading role. I think it was when Shopping Catherine said, You've already decided that you don't like certain brands or don't want them, but you've never tried them. How can you know what you like or don't like without giving it a try? That really clicked for me and I thought, screw it. Screw it. She's right. If I'm going to be here, I'm going to allow myself this experience. Here I am making it this huge thing with moral undertones. What if I just allowed myself to try on things, to see what I like, to have some fun? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still uncomfortable. But something has opened up in me. So the shopper takes me to the Prada section and pulls out some pieces for me to try. I have never tried Prada on before. Now I'm in the dressing room with the dresses that have been selected for me. The first thing I do is find the price tag and turn it over. I almost laugh as I see the price. It was less than I thought it would be. I don't know what I thought, but I honestly thought that all of these dresses must start at 10K. Now, it's still out of my comfort zone, but it's still not as much as I had imagined it to be. I slip the dress on and I can feel the quality and the craftsmanship. It is beautiful. I step out and look at myself in the full-length mirror. The dress is lovely. Just one problem. It doesn't zip up. And they don't have another size. In the meantime, in another dressing room... My friend Catherine is trying on a dress and she comes out and looks gorgeous. Shopping Catherine asks her if she's going to buy it and she says, it's a lot of money for a dress. Now you don't know Catherine, but she is a real go-getter. If she was asked to spend the same amount on personal development, she would do it in a heartbeat. But for the dress, she couldn't. So was the issue really money? I am now trying on the second dress, also from Prada. I step out of the change room to, ooh, wow, you look so good. I walk over to the mirrors and I do, I do look good. (laughs) The dress is gorgeous and I love it. Okay, at this moment, do you think I buy the dress? I don't. I feel that it would be irresponsible. I couldn't possibly spend $2,400 on a dress. Not when I have credit card debt. Now that may have been the logical conscious reason, but the truth is it wasn't in harmony with how I saw myself. Throughout the day after we parted ways, I was going back and forth in my mind about the dress. What would it have meant if I did buy it? Why didn't I buy it? Do I want it? Do I really want it? And I thought, yes, 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 I want that dress. So I went back the next day to buy it. It was gone. (laughs) It was gone. It wasn't there. And they didn't have another one. This experience was such a huge turning point for me. And it wasn't about the dress. It was about my edge and my own mental boundaries. And what did I really believe? Where else in my life am I the extra? Where am I not fully stepping in because of habitual thinking based on false concepts? Concepts and beliefs like, I don't like shopping. Prada isn't for me. It's for other people. 
I even denied myself the pastries and coffee. I mean, when I say that I came in as an observer, I really meant that in every sense of the word. Now, fast forward five months. It's February. I'm with the same group of people, only we are in L.A. We've wrapped up training and a group of us are heading to Rodeo Drive. Friend Catherine is with me as well. We have this beautiful lunch. We cheers each other. And, you know, I feel different this time. I am different. I have different beliefs. I've realized that supply is limitless and it is only limited by our beliefs. Now I can accept that in certain areas of my life, I'm in flow, there's abundance, everything is possible. After lunch, we're walking on Rodeo Drive and popping into stores. Prada is the last store we arrive at. Oh, it feels so natural to be in the store. When they offer champagne, I take it. I take it without any hesitation. We look around and I see this dress. Oh my God, this dress, guys, it's gorgeous. I try it on and it is as if it was made for me. It's perfect. What do you think? Do you think I buy it? I do. I do. I bought it. And here's the thing. It gets even better. I didn't look at the price. You know what was really fun was my friend Catherine was with me and had a front row seat to the difference within me in both these experiences. Now, you want to hear another interesting fact? As far as revenue in my business, February was one of my worst months. Yet, I bought the dress without looking at the price with ease and never thought twice about it. What changed in those five months was me. Me, my understanding of myself, leaning into my edges, understanding my relationship with money in a deeper way, understanding my wants and desires in a deeper way, and where I show up and where I don't. Here's what's interesting. March wasn't much better than February as far as my revenue went. But I didn't let that control me. The work I did was keeping my thoughts and feelings on what I wanted and off of what I did not want. I really focused. And then April. April was my best month ever in business. I more than doubled my annual salary. And a few months later, I did even better than that. There were so many lessons in this experience, but one thing it really highlighted was where am I an extra in my own life, sitting on the sidelines? When I closed that gap, so many things changed for the better. But I hit an edge in September in Toronto. And you know what? That's going to happen to you too. And it's a good thing. When you expand, you are inviting yourself to be aware of more edges. Lean into them. So now I want you to think about answering this question. This will really help you. Where are you not fully showing up? Think about that. And then pop over to my Facebook group, Hina Success Circle, and we can continue the conversation there. Let's do our gratitude practice now. Okay, here we go. What are times that you leaned into your edge and you are so grateful that you did?
If you've got pen and paper handy, you can write them down. Isn't it great to reflect on those things? Those things that felt scary at one time opened up to so much goodness for you. If you love this episode, can you do me a favor? Will you rate it or write a review? When you do that, it helps us reach more people. I really, really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you. I'll meet you here next time on Possibilities. This episode was produced by Stephanie Phillips, presented by the Frequency Podcast Network.